It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This is Dream Power Radio, the place where your dreams turn into reality. Here is your host, Debbie Spector-Weissman. Hello, 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 and welcome to Dream Power Radio on the amazing Women and Men of Power Network, the world's leading positive programming network powered by Raven International. I'm your host, Debbie Spector-Weissman, the Dream Coach. This is a show where we talk about dreams, both daytime and nighttime dreams, and how you can use them to make the internal shift to a life you love and rediscover the truth of who you really are. We'll let you in on something. Before I had this program, before I trained to become a dream life coach, before I realized the power of my dreams, I was miserable. Not all the time, mind you. I had good things going on in my life, but I let myself be overwhelmed by what wasn't working. I used to beat myself up all the time for things I did wrong, no matter how trivial they may have been. I even beat myself up for things I didn't do, blaming myself for things that happened to me or my family or my business that in reality had nothing to do with me. What turned this around for me was the understanding that I was living my life based on the stories I told myself. That I didn't deserve to be happy. That I was never good enough. Even that I was invisible. When I realized that these were stories and not facts, I started on the journey to self-awareness and self-love I'm still on today. And believe me, I know I'm not the only one who's had to deal with emotional pain and lack of self-esteem. Fortunately, there are people with solutions out there. And my guest today, Lorna Stell, is one of them. Lorna is an intuitive healing guide who helps her clients how to break free from self-loathing and transform their sense of self. Welcome to Dream Power Radio, Lorna. Hi. <laughs> Oh, it's my pleasure to have you here. Uh, you know what? I need to, s I'm not, I'm getting a strange view here. So let me do this. Okay. I'm going to start with this. Let us continue. <laughs> okay. Lorna, we all know the proverbial saying, you are what you eat. Would you also agree that we are what we think? 
Yeah, <laughs> I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, in my experience, our, I mean, and really too, what you think becomes your beliefs. Beliefs are just thoughts you think over and over. And so I find those really affect um, the health of the body and really all layers of us too. Mm. Well, Lorna, you call yourself an intuitive healing guide. What exactly does that mean? Yeah, so the basis of that comes from my belief that we all have the power to heal ourselves. And so granted, there are tons of amazing healers out in the world, and their work is absolutely um, really essential in our, you know, in our world on planet Earth. But um, there are uh, these like self-healing powers that a lot of us have and um, many of us don't really believe we have that capability and don't know how to tap into it. So yeah, so my work as an intuitive healing guide is basically to help people tap into their own intuition or their own divine knowing so that they can learn how to heal themselves. So I'm guiding people through that process. Right. So in other words, you're not the healer, but you teach people how to heal themselves. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What sorts of problems uh, can be helped by this? Yeah. So, and this work comes from my own life journey. So what I found for me was at a certain point in my life, I had a whole list of chronic symptoms I was dealing with and diagnoses. And um, after doing some digging with that and some self-exploration and just getting curious about what was going on with me, I found that part of the roots of what was happening in my body was uh, this really deep and very old, you know, going back into childhood experience of self-loathing and self-judgment. And so, yeah, so to me, again, like all layers of us as people are really connected. And um, yeah, the, it's just all like this kind of puzzle that all fits together. And so, yeah, so I primarily work with people who are energy sensitive, a lot of them are empaths, and they are dealing with these kind of nebulous chronic symptoms in their body and haven't really been able to get answers in many places. And so the work that I do is really in healing from the inside out. So we look at your deepest emotional pains, especially, uh, you know, that self-loathing and self-judgment. And once we can start to bring healing to that and new life there, the body really responds beautifully to that. Okay, well, let, let's get back to your story for a second. What kinds of chronic illnesses were you suffering from and, and how were you able to heal yourself? Yeah, so the big one uh, that definitely affected every area of my life was chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, and on top of that, I was dealing with uh, severe acid reflux, which used to wake me up at night. <laughs> um, and I would have chronic uh, ulcers that were extremely painful um, and chronic sinus infections. And also, you know, what's really common for a lot of other people too is anxiety and depression. And, and I add to that list as well, you know, that self-loathing that I help people with too. So those are the areas where I've seen a lot of healing in my life. And, and what happened was just, yeah, learning how to connect inward with this really deep part of myself that I see as my connection to the divine as well. So that intuitive connection really helped me to see the truth of who I am, which is, 
you know, what's true for all of us, which is, you know, we're love, basically, we're love in like, physical form. And so um, being able to see through, as you kind of alluded to the stories we tell about ourselves, like, I'm not good enough. And I used to say that I'm a waste of space. Uh, so taking those stories and bringing healing to them really allowed my body to just free up all of this energy that I was kind of like damming back behind these stories that really weren't even true about myself. Mm. Well, I'm just curious because, you know, you talk about things like acid reflux or, you know, chronic fatigue syndrome, you know, that are things that, that, you know, if most people have them, you know, they'd call up their doctor and, you know, go through that whole process. Is there, you know, a room for, you know, medicine as we call medicine in this, or do you think that all illnesses are just self-induced? Oh, sure. I think the unique thing within my work is I will never tell someone to not see their doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here to say that, you know, all those years of medical training that they go through are not worth anything. They definitely are. And this is kind of just how I see us as beings and us within our bodies is everything is connected. So your physical health, your beliefs and thoughts, your emotions, your memories, your ancestral heritage, it's all connected. So the interesting thing about Western medicine is they know the body so well in many ways, but they can't talk to you about how you're feeling or, you know, a, a really difficult memory you have from childhood. And so sometimes what the body really needs is a combination of things to help it heal. But within my experience of my chronic symptoms, I started coming to this work because I wasn't really getting that much help from doctors. Like, and I've had amazing doctors that I love, but um, they, yeah, they couldn't really, like they ran out of answers for me essentially. So I had to do my own exploration. Mm. Okay. You talked about self-loathing and, and I was all, that was a big factor in my own life is, you know, when I came to realize that I actually didn't love myself, that was a great awakening. And, uh, you know, I didn't have, you know, physical illnesses, but it was more of mental stress and bouts of, you know, depression and just feeling, feeling bad as opposed to being physically ill. That was at the root of my situation. But would you say that self-loathing was like the main cause of chronic illness? So I, I would say it's a part of the root cause for me in particular, so um, the interesting thing about my work is it comes from this basic tenet that if I'm experiencing this, I must not be the only one. And a lot of us, when we're dealing with chronic symptoms, like we feel so isolated and that's part of, you know, what can add to that depression as well. But at a certain point I went, I must not be the only person dealing with this. So it may not be the root cause for all the billions of people on planet earth, but it certainly was for me. And I've met so many other people who really resonate with that. So I, I can't ignore the evidence. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, when you're dealing with your clients, what issues are, are the causes of their illnesses? Yeah. So, yeah, it really comes from, again, just in my experience, um, kind of having a disconnection from the truth. And when I say the truth, it's like the grand truth, like universal truth, which is, that really like, we're not bad. We're not inherently evil in my opinion. 
and we have value because we exist and we have worth because we exist. And so, you know, like that root of self-loathing kind of comes from, well, I'm just inherently unworthy and I can't do anything about it. And so shifting that belief, um, and it, it really helps to heal in community as well. And so being able to just have a conversation with someone about, you know, this story you've been telling yourself over and over, like it, what if it wasn't true? So that really opens a lot of things up. So what are some of the uh, methods you use uh, to help guide your clients to, to their own healing? Yeah. So um, what's really fun is I teach these, what I call intuitive healing methods, which are, I'm basically taking my life experience, what has worked for me, and I teach it in these simple, tangible methods for people. So we start with three things. So the foundation is connecting with your intuition. And I personally love to do this through yoga, meditation, and uh, journaling. And so there are different flavors of that. And then healing method number two is being with animals, particularly for me being with cats, um, because they're my sole animal. And uh, number three is creative expression. And so for me, again, in particular, that is singing. So for other people, it could be dancing, drawing, painting, um, doing cartwheels. (laughs) But yeah, it's um, part of the root of this is kind of connecting with that inner child part of us and bringing in a lot of fresh energy and creative energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to dive deeper into all of this, but we have to take a break now. We are speaking with intuitive healing guide, Lorna Stell, and we'll be right back. If you're not pleased with the trajectory of your life, the time to begin your own personal transformation is now, and your dreams can help pave the way. How? By tapping into your unvoiced confidence. What is unvoiced confidence, you say? It's acceptance of your abilities and qualities. It's a state of mind coming from liking and even loving yourself and feeling free to say or do anything you want without concern for the judgment of others. You were born confident, but may have had it chipped away little by little by the negative self-beliefs you've picked up over the years. If you're looking for the heightened energy, clarity of thought, and the feeling of being more alive that comes from self-confidence, you can rediscover it by paying attention to your dreams. Need some help doing this? Go to my website, thedreamcoach.net, and sign up for my complimentary dream discovery session. I can help show you how your dreams can help you return to the confident person you were always meant to be. Again, go to thedreamcoach.net, thedreamcoach.net. Welcome back to Dream Power Radio with your host, Debbie Spector-Weissman. Yes, welcome back to Dream Power Radio. I'm your host, Debbie Spector-Weissman, and we're talking all about intuitive healing with my guest, Lorna Stell. Lorna, you mentioned this briefly uh, before the break, and I want to get into this a little bit because I'm really curious about this part, because you mentioned cats as a healing modality or working with cats. Now, I have to admit, I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog person. <laughs> uh, I'm curious, how do they factor into the healing process? Yeah, one of the things I love about animals, I will say all animals, is they have a very different, um, at least to me, they, they have a very different expression of consciousness. So if you think about it, you know, humans 
this has kind of been a lot of our, our conversation right before this is all the stories we tell ourselves. And you'll probably notice that with cats or any other animal, they're not really doing that. They're not saying, you know, they're not judging themselves. They're not saying, oh, you're not good enough. I can't believe you're wearing that today. <laughs> and they really are in the present moment at all times. And that's also where the intuition lives too. If you think about it, our thoughts and our thinking mind, you know, the kind of the egoic mind, we like to be worrying about the future or kind of ruminating on the past. And really where healing is, is in the present moment. And I find being with cats and other animals is a great role model for that. Um, so if you're in anxiety, overwhelm, um, coming back to the present moment and being able to do that with a loving animal that you just feel good with is a wonderful way to do that. Mm. How difficult is it to really stay focused in the present? Because it seems like your minds are racing all the time and you're either thinking about, you know, the things we haven't done or regrets about things we haven't done or worrying about what's going to happen in the future. How do we focus and stay on the present besides animals? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're right. It is a challenge. So I find connecting with intuition is a really big part of it. And for me, it's a daily practice. Like I'm always deepening this for myself as well. Um, and so um, when I talk about the intuition too, it has its own voice, kind of like if you know the voice of your inner critic, you also have the voice of your intuition. And it is always in the present. It is always at peace. It's always unconditionally loving. And so once you start to feel that voice in your body and understand what it sounds like, you start to be able to connect with it really at any time. And so it's kind of a skill or a muscle a little bit that you can strengthen. And I find just incorporating that into my life has been a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Do you ever use dreaming? Yes, I actually love, um, I love interpreting my own dreams intuitively and using that as a way to understand, you know, the, the symbols within my consciousness and what kind of what messages I need to know for that day. So I really enjoy that. Yes, it's what I practice. And uh, it's, it's turned my life around. So, you know, that's, you know, my, my method of really getting to know myself is, is through understanding my dreams. Um, could you walk me through, you know, what might be a typical session with a client and how you, you guide them? Yeah. So there are a few different ways. There are times when it kind of depends what they are coming to me with in a way, but, um, as an example, one thing we can do is, uh, just, kind of go through a guided meditation together. And so this is where they can learn how to connect with the voice of their intuition. So essentially we just, I kind of play the role of the mind in a way, the thinking mind, and they can just sink into that um, relaxed body, relaxed mind place. And, and I would have some context for what they want clarity on, but uh, yeah, so I can ask them, questions like, you know, what do I need to know about this pain in my neck today? What do I need to know about this rash on my skin? And, you know, do I need to do anything about that right now? There's all kinds of questions, but it becomes a conversation where I can ask them questions, kind of, again, playing the role. So um, 
asking in the form of I. And all they're doing is listening. So they just listen for the answer. And it comes usually from a gut place or a heart place. And so all they have to do is just hear the questions and tap into that place in their body and speak what they hear. And it's a very clarifying and very relaxing experience. So that's one thing we can do together. And yeah, additionally, we can do almost like intuitive health coaching together. So there are times when we're just having conversations about, you know, what's going on in your life and what are the challenges and um, giving them little tools to work with that they can use daily throughout their life too. Hmm. Uh, How long is a typical session with a client? Yeah. So normally it would be about uh, one hour. If we are going really deep and having that conversation with the intuition, it could be a couple hours, which sounds really long, but it's like time doesn't exist there. (laughs) So it's, it's a really wonderful experience. It doesn't feel like two hours at all. And how many sessions would somebody have to go through before they, they experience that change that they're looking for? Yeah, I've definitely had people significantly feel different after one call. In addition, though, I do have a 12-week program where we're kind of learning bit by bit, um, you know, having new tools implemented into their life. I never want it to be an overload of information. So I like to spread it out where we just take little bite-sized changes and it doesn't have to be this huge, like, identity shift in one day. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty hard to just transform yourself in an afternoon. Right. Yeah, it does. It does take time because you are, in a sense, reprogramming your mind, right? Yeah. I mean, you're you're building a whole new relationship with it. I always tell people, you know, the mind is not bad. It's not a bad thing. It's a very valuable part of us. But this voice of the intuition, we just don't know how to hear it nearly as well because we're not we don't have as much practice with that. So, yeah. So over time, it's something you strengthen. And it's really great to um, have somebody you're working with over a period of time. So you strengthen those skills and you have accountability with them rather than like, here's my toolbox, go run with it and good luck. (laughs) See, well, can you give me an example of somebody who has been helped through your methods? Yeah, so I did a call with someone who, and this this is one of the things I really enjoy is people that kind of haven't really had much help with doctors. So I had someone come to me who had this rash. It wasn't really eczema, but it was just like a red rash around her eyes and chin. And it had been there for, for, I don't remember exactly how long. It was definitely a period of weeks without, actually, I think it was months now. Yeah. Without really much change and, you know, trying creams and things like that. And she was also having various body pains in particular. I remember her neck was really hurting and, um, you know, trying all kinds of stretches and things like that. And it wouldn't really ever loosen up. And so we did one of those calls I described where I was kind of role-playing her mind and she could just be in that intuitive, receptive space. And yeah, and we, we did one call together. And she, she said that her afterwards her neck was almost, like the pain was almost completely gone. And the next day, the rash on her skin was also really significantly improved. Hmm. And was she be able to keep it that way? 
She, so we've only done one call together. So I think <laughs> with, it's one of those things where with more, more time in that space and strengthening that connection, it, the, the healing effects really do sink in because again, the voice of the mind is so loud and so persistent and it is our default for many of us. So yeah, so it's one of those things where again, over time, the, the effects really do sink in. Mm. You say that uh, your methods are for empaths or people who are, you know, sensitive people. Are they the only people who can be helped this way? I don't think so, personally. But I notice that empaths and highly sensitive people who I work with are the most affected by things like self-loathing and self-judgment and chronic illness. So as an empath myself, I like to send my message out to those people because often they do feel really alone in what they're dealing with. But I don't think it's limited to them, in my opinion, either. Mm-hmm. How, why, why are they so affected? Is, is it because they're so in tune with other parts of their body? I think it's so this is kind of my understanding of it at this point is we as empaths are um, a lot of people use the word spongy. It's actually not my favorite, but we are so um, easily like soaking up the energies and emotions of other people. And it's, it becomes really difficult to understand like what is me and what's, you know, somebody else's stuff that's like has nothing to do with me. And so without an awareness of that, we're not aware that it's actually a strength. And so actually what we're meant to do is kind of be natural healers. Uh, We're actually designed to transmute energy. Um, I like to use the analogy of a a tree where they're soaking up nutrients and water and sunlight and all the things and kind of turning it into uh, something that is positive. So yeah, I, I find really what's going on is the body's just communicating that something's out of whack and something needs adjustment or that there's, there's just false beliefs that are kind of, we kind of hold emotions in the body. So if we have false beliefs that are really harming us, the body's going to start to communicate about that at a certain point. And as empaths, we're just really sensitive to everyone else's stuff. So once we can start to transmute energy, which is what my healing methods do, um, and have healthy boundaries energetically and verbally if we need to, that really starts to heal. Mm. Um, A lot of illness, not all of it, but a lot of it is also caused by what we eat. Do you ever get into that? Yeah. um, I like to look at, again, like listening to the own body's wisdom because the body will tell you how it feels. <laughs> um, and I don't think that, you know, diets are really one size fits all. Um, so, you know, I'm not over here telling people go on Weight, Weight Watchers and stuff like that. Um, I'm asking people to, uh, to have an awareness of how their body responds to certain foods. Um, and so really where we can start is, you know, what gives you energy and what robs you of energy, as simple as that. And so um, that was a big part of what helped me with chronic fatigue as well. I was just listening to, you know, what my body was telling me. So, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, well, you know, this has gone by fast. We just have time for one last question, Lorna, which is how can people find out more about you and your services? Yeah, so my website is lornastellintuitive.com. I am on Instagram at Lorna Stell and on Facebook. You can join my Facebook group, which is called Intuitive Healing for Empaths and HSPs with Chronic Symptoms. We're a very lively group over there. Oh, wonderful. Well, Lorna, thank you so much for being on Dream Power Radio today. We've been speaking with Intuitive Life Guide Lorna Stell. I hope you've enjoyed today's program. If you have, please tell all your friends, subscribe, and drop a positive review on your podcast site. Until next time, this is Debbie Spector-Weissman saying, sweet dreams, everybody. You've been listening to Dream Power Radio with your host, Debbie Spector-Weissman. For more information on Debbie or to sign up for her newsletter, go to dreampowerradio.com. This has been Dream Power Radio on the amazing Women and Men of Power Network, the world's leading positive programming network, powered by Raven International. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.